We fucking mutants, bitch. Or hang on, that sounded bad. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Comic Sessions, the podcast where I talk to you about a ton of comic book stuff, what's going on in the news, what I'm reading, and what I am looking forward to. I am your host, Sean Thompson, and this week, we got a whole goddamn stack for you. Look at all... I can't even... Look at these. Look at how many. I'm not going to go through them all, because that'd be four hours of me talking about... Oh, it looks very good, and this one, the art is great, and this one, this is... This, that's not happening. We're talking about just a couple. There was so much reading yesterday. Like, you have no idea, guys. I got back from camping this weekend, um, and I just figured I'd wait and pick up all my comics on Wednesday, knowing that I was going to film this on Thursday. So I had so much reading last night before work today, and I just... I'm very tired. I'm overly caffeinated. Maybe a little drunk. Not actually. But, nonetheless, let's get into what's new this week. Um, so again, I showed you that big pile, but I'm not, I'm not talking about all of them. There's too many. Too many comments, guys. I, I have a problem. Uh, so the ones I want to talk to you about, uh, we'll go through them one by one. Uh, but we're going to start with Marvel Comics this week. I have papers here I keep looking at, but it's okay. I see you. Um, so, the Marvel Comics I wanted to talk about this week are... Slash last week, because I'm doing a two-for-one. That's why that pile is so big. Is because I'm also covering the week I missed. We're going to do it all in one. Um, but the Marvel Comics I want to talk about for this week and last week are... Ghost Rider number one, Powers of X number five... And House of X number six. Um, yeah, that's them. Um, so, let us start with where about Ghost Rider number one? It's the one I read most recently. I read it five minutes before going going to record this. So, hopefully, it's kind of fresh in my memory, and I'll remember things. Unlike Powers of X, which was confusing as always. Um, so, I like Ghost Rider number one. It was a cool setup to a cool. An interesting run of, or at least what I expect to be an interesting run of comics. Um, so we start with uh, Johnny Blaze, the OG Ghost Rider. Not like, not OG in like the Marvel Cinemat, or the Marvel Universe, but like the first one we get introduced to. You guys get it. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so Johnny is down in hell being the king of hell. Uh, he took over for Mephisto, Mephisto's all locked up and stuff like that. Sorry, Kristen was doing stuff over there and it was very distracting. She's trying to be really quiet, but like, in doing so, she really exaggerates her movements. It's really funny. Um, but yeah, Johnny's down in hell, being the king and stuff. But, um, so we open this comic with... Um, some demons escaping from hell. They're running away, they're trying to get out of there. They're, they sacrifice one to the one true king, which I assume is Mephisto. Um, and yeah, so Johnny shows up as Ghost Rider slash King of Hell Ghost Rider. Because you'll find out, there's multiple Ghost Riders. Uh, and he's tracking them down, he follows them through a portal into the real world where he finds Danny, who is another... 
Ghost Rider. It's all, there's, there's a lot of Ghost Riders. Don't worry about it. Don't question it. Just move on. Um, so he finds Danny, d finds out Danny's mom just died recently. He's drinking himself under the table. He kind of owns a bar, it seems like. Anyways, um, so they kind of fight a demon together, and then Johnny goes off to do more King of Hell stuff, and Danny goes to see his mom's grave, um, where he has a vision. His mom kind of shows up as kind of a ghost, kind of a vision. Real confusing. Uh, and it's like, you gotta stop Johnny Blaze, he's going crazy, uh, hell has corrupted him, and now he's going drunk with power, basically. And that's kind of where it ends. So it's a cool, it's a cool setup issue. Uh, I liked, I loved the art in it. It was really, really good. Um, hang on, I gotta look up, see who the artist is. Cruder, Cruder and Keith are the artists on that, it looks like. Um, and they did a great job. It looked really good. Uh, again. Highly recommend this one. It's good for the spoopy season. And yes, I said spoopy with two P's. That's on purpose. And fuck up. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, that is Ghost Rider number one. And that's this whole paper gone. Look at that waste of paper. Oh, that was a good throw. Okay, um, let's move on to Powers of X number five, which I was very confused about. Um, so maybe in the comments, if somebody can explain it to me better because I'm real dumb, I would appreciate that. But, like, be nice about it. Alright? Um, so, we start underwater with Charles and Forge talking about some stuff. They're like, you're the only one who can do this, and blah, blah, blah. Real, kind of surface-level boring stuff. Um, they're talking about improving Cerebro. Because, um, Charles has been wearing Cerebro, basically, for this entire run of comics. Um, and it's been... It's been odd. He looks weird. He's got this weird robot head thing. It looks like um, Babylon from East of West. I'll throw up a picture of a comparison between the two, but they look they look real similar right now. Um, but so we're looking at improving Cerebro so that he can talk to everyone and blah 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 blah. A lot of technical mumbo jumbo. Cerebro's not power enough. Here's your problems. That kind of stuff. Uh, then we have a jump forward in time to uh, Charles Xavier and Magneto meeting with Emma Frost. Um, they, it's a, it, this whole issue was more, there's a lot of setup. It was a big talky kind of issue, um, which was really cool. It was, it was needed for the universe and everything like that, but a little kind of, it was a slower issue. Um, but anyways, we jump forward to them meeting with Emma and they ask her to distribute their drugs. So that's, those are the, um, the, I can't say the place slash weird person hybrid thing that they live at Krakoa. Krakoa. Don't worry about it. Um, but they're talking to her about distributing those drugs to humankind so that they can earn capital and stuff like that. Um, but they say they need Sebastian Shaw back in the Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club? In the thing. The thing that she runs. Um, so, they get really into confusing alien territory, and um, basically it ends with, uh, it jumps forward in time again, and it's the future librarian, I think he's called, um, talking to other people and stuff like that, and they're like, the this big cosmic entity has given them all the insights and answers they need, but it has to destroy all life on the planet. 
and that it ends with that basically. It was a weird issue. I I really need to reread this issue because I was so confused. It was very late, and I just I didn't know what was going on. I was tired. Kristen watch Kristen was watching Gilmore Girls, and I was very distracted. If you're so, yeah, uh, so I liked Paris of X, I lo I've loved the art, I've loved the arc. This wasn't my favorite issue of, um, of the storyline, um, but it was good. Um, so yeah, that was Powers of X number five. A very cursory glance at it, because, again, I was super confused. But, we're gonna move right on to House of X number six, which was, uh, I... I thoroughly enjoyed. Now I didn't write a ton down about it because it, it didn't have, it had a lot in it, but what it had in it was, you ever watch an episode of a TV show and it's like, all right, we're going to look at this one day and we're going to look at, say you're watching a crime show, it's like, we're going to look at this one trial and we're just going to look at the trial, nothing else, they're not going to like Go on like they might go on a recess or something, but it'll it'll take place over just the one kind of subject, uh, and that's how this issue felt for me. Um, so basically, it starts off with Charles makes this big announcement to humankind of, "We fucking mutants, bitch!" Or hang on, that sounded bad. This big announcement <laughs> that was basically, "We are the mutants, bitches," um, and we are here. We're gonna run the world eventually, and. Originally, I was going to give you all these drugs that would extend human life and cure cancer and do this, that, and the next thing, all for free. I would have done that for you. But all you've done is try and murder us constantly. So instead, fuck you, you're going to pay for them. We want our own nation. We want sovereignty. Big demands, right? Um, so it starts off with that. That kind of moves on really quickly. And then it jumps to... I still can't say the name of the island because I'm going to Google a phonetic pronunciation of it. Um... But uh, they move on to uh, the trial of Sabretooth. And, like, they have a meeting of the council of, at, of this place they're living in, Krakoa. Um, and their first thing they need to do is set down laws. They need to say, here are the laws of mutant kind and stuff like that. Um, and they set them down. Uh, I'll list them because I don't off the top of my head remember them again. I didn't take a ton of notes because I was really, really digging the issue, so I kind of gobbled it up and then went, oh, okay. Um, but, so I'll list them just up here. Um, but they're basically like, we, what are we going to do about Sabretooth? He's been nothing but, sorry, I'm looking to the side. I'm trying to refocus my camera. Um, so at their trial of Sabretooth, and they're just like, all right, he's been nothing but a pain in the ass for us. Uh, what are we going to do about this? How are we going to deal, like, what's going to happen to them? And eventually, they make some laws, which, again, I said I'd, I'd uh, list. And then they they went an interesting way about the sentencing. So they find Sabretooth guilty. Spoilers. I mean, this whole fucking thing is spoilers, so I don't have to say that. Uh, it'll be in the title or the description or everywhere. Um, but um, so they, they find him guilty, and instead of killing him, or imprisoning him, or sending him back out into the world, they exile him, but it's like this weird black, it kind of looks like a pocket dimension, almost, that they exile him into, they just, a hole opens up in the ground and the fucker falls through, and they're like, 
We hope we never have to use this again. Mer, 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 mer. Uh, and that's the end of Sabretooth. Uh, and then they all walk outside, and there's a big giant fucking party going on outside. And it's not because Sabretooth is gone, it's just, we're a free and independent nation, and this and that and the next thing. And it's, it, it was cool. It was a good issue. It, it dealt with a lot of, again, a lot of setup for what they're trying to do with the thousand X-Men books that are coming out of this. Literally, there's like eight, but... If you, that seems like a lot of X-Men books to me, so. Um, so yeah, that's basically the end. They're like kind of partying and stuff like that. And yeah, it was really interesting. I dug it. So those are the Marvel books I wanted to talk about. Um, okay, so let's talk about the, the DC books I read this week. And actually, I only want to talk about one in particular. Uh, and that's Batman 80. Um, I'm not, I don't want to go super in-depth. It's, it's a little weird for me. But I think the whole City of Bane arc is something that people should read. So I'm going to go over everything, but definitely, definitely check it out. Um, it's been super, super good. And Tom King and uh, John Romano Jr. have been killing it with this stuff. Absolutely gorgeous issue. Um, but Batman's back in Gotham, bitches. He's back and he's kicking ass. So we start off with... Um, Batman kicks the shit out of Professor Pig and Two-Face. It was Two-Face. Um, so yeah, he just shows up. He's in disguise. He's still got his mustache, which I love. Um, but he shows up and he beats the crap out of him uh, in disguise, of course. Um, so we cut to uh, old man Batman, Thomas Wayne, and uh, he's talking to Hugo Strange on the roof. He's going, like, he's back, that kind of stuff. Uh, starts off with more like Pig and Harvey haven't checked in yet and blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Thomas eventually just goes, no, I know my kid, he's back. Um, then we cut to uh, Catwoman being the crap out of the Mad Hatter, which is great because I love the Mad Hatter. I like seeing all these other villains and stuff pop in and out. Um, then Kite Man kind of has a, a quick appearance, which I love. I love seeing all the Kite Man stuff. Um, I want more D-list villains. I want Condiment King. I want Eraserhead. I want Egghead. I want all of them. Um, but yeah, and then we jump over to um, to Thomas Wayne kind of starting to go out on patrol, and he walks over to Gotham Girl, who's like huddled over a, a side of a thing, and she does not look good, which is kind of a good thing because she's a bad guy, but like she wants to. It's very, it, it's conflicting. Um, but she's not doing so good, using her powers so much is killing her, as it did her brother, uh, and she needs more of this drug and time to heal and stuff like that before she can keep going, so, Bruce, or Thomas is kind of like, it's too many Batmans, um, kind of like, no, you stay back, I got this kind of thing, um, but then, uh, Bane kind of sends the order down through, oh, fuck, who was it, Scarface? The guy who, the puppeteer for Scarface, I don't remember his name, um, sends the order down through him that you've got to kill him and make it public kind of thing. And at first, I was honestly like, who the fuck are they going to kill? Batman? That was kind of obvious. Um, but no, it reveals itself later. Um, and it turn so it turns out that the person he has to kill is Damien. Uh, and we get this long thing of... Um, 
Thomas Wayne walking down into his bat cave, loading his gun, and putting it to Damien's face. And then uh, we get this little text box, at the, text box at the bottom that basically just says, or it's Bruce saying, not just said, it's Bruce saying, my father will have to choose. And the last panel is Thomas holding a gun to little Damien's head. And that's it. That's the last of it. It was a really quick issue. Um, not a lot of, like, super in-depth plot stuff, but a lot of important plot stuff that, like, we're going to find out a little bit... We're Not we're going to find out. We're going to see a little more of Thomas's character. We're going to see what he decides to do. Everything like that. I, I, I loved this issue. It was really cool. Didn't love the cover I got, but that was... Just I got the standard cover, and that's okay. Um, next, I want to talk about the Dark Horse. Literally, the Dark Horse book that I got. Uh, this that would have been from last week. I mean, again, some of these are last week, some of these are this week. Again, I missed a week, so I'm making up for it. Um, so we're gonna talk about the Dark Horse book I read, and that was Ether. Um, it has a subtitle. I'll put it up because it's long. It's something something Violet Bell. Um, so this book was weird as fuck. I read it. I was so confused. It was sci-fi and fantasy mashed up into one thing with magic and tech. And okay, I'm just gonna get into it. You'll understand why it's so weird as I go through the things. So we start off with a dude shaving his head using a weird snake thingy. And his teeth are chewing off the hair. Then a wizard shows up to talk to him. Um, some weird god stuff with the seven lucky gods that they did not seem lucky at all. Like, one was, like, any wound that happened to him, he regenerated from. So, the people that worshipped him, eventually he grew content because nobody would challenge him. So he got fat and out of shape and stuff like that. Uh, and then... They kept him that way, lazy, gave him everything he needed, um, stuff like that. And they'd, like, hack off parts of his limbs and eat them, and it solved the hunger strike on their planet, and they were all happy about it. But it was weird, man! And they were all like that. It was all terrible. There was a mer person who had, like, they were like, they forced him to sire all the mer people, and it, it was just weird and confusing. Um, but that's all the god stuff. Uh... Then we find the bad dude has been doing some shit. Uh, again, it's all really confusing. He's, like, controlling a mayor. Um, it's hard to summarize without just getting you to read the book. I did like it. I was confused by all of it. But that doesn't take a lot. Um, so the bad dude is controlling the mayor and kind of take... The... It was confusing because they called him the mayor but he seemed more important than a mayor. Any case, uh, he's doing some shit, uh, and then Boone, who is the guy who was shaving his head with the weird snake thingy, uh, finds out that Violet is gone. We get a little backstory there on like their history, but it's very brief, and I am still very confused about it. He talks some weird gorilla wolf mole thing who was their friend into helping him try and get her back, um, then they go to this other world, other dimension, I guess. Uh, seems like the land of fairies. Um, and they're investigating a murder. It's, again, so confusing. Um, but it seems like they're investigating a murder. 
um, of, or not of murder, a lot of murders of these dead fairies, um, and there is hella dead fairies, and like, he puts on this weird monocle thingy, and then he's like, ah, oh, I think the murderer is still in the room. And then this crazy thing morphs out of this alien tech-looking scarab, almost blue beetle scarab, but teeny tiny, uh, and black and red, so not blue beetle, never mind. Um, but it morphs out of that and attacks, and that's the end of the issue. Um, if you're as confused as I am by my description, then we're in the same boat. And if someone can explain things to me better, please do so. I'm so lost. I liked what I saw. Great art. Super colorful. Really weird, again, but weird in a good way. You know when things are weird just for the sake of being weird, and then there's things that are weird because they're trying to tell you a story? This seems like the latter. It, it really does seem like there's something interesting here, but one issue in is not enough for me to be like, oh, I know what's happening here. Um, so yeah, that was Ether, the something, something, something of Violet Bell. Um, and the last book that I want to talk about this week, and this one was by far my favorite, um, was The Plot. It was a vault comic. It's a number one. Uh, I talked about it last week, a little bit about what I was excited for, and it, it lived up. It's what I wanted. Uh, I got some major Haunting of Hill House vibes. I got some major, like, horror movie kind of vibes. Um, so let's go through what happened. It was dark as fuck. People die, like, a couple panels in, and then they're like... Anyways. Um, so, this businessman and his wife are giving a big speech um, at, like... Did you guys see Batman vs Superman? You remember the weird speech Lex Luthor gave at the gala thing? Speech, uh, blah blah blah, uh, open bar. <laughs> kind of like that. I got hella bad references, so watch out for those. Um, but he's giving this speech at this thing and being like, my family has a saying, uh, you must give before you receive, which is a creepy as fuck thing. Um, but they're giving the speech, and then they're like, Alright, we should get out of here. You're feeling weird. Stuff's going, like, they get some, it was just, they were like, we should get out of here. Um, so, they do so. They go back home. They're talking a little bit. Then out of nowhere, this weird demon ghost tree thing kind of morphs out of nowhere. And it kisses, or it hurls the lady out of a window. And then makes out with the dude for a little bit. Then hurls him out of the window. He lands beside the lady and looks at her. He's like, I'm sorry. Uh, and then it like slams his head against the wall or floor a couple times. And is like, you must give before you receive. And it was all weird. Uh, but really fucking cool. And like a cool setup. Because it, it introduces that little mystery kind of element. Um, like, why is this thing after this person? What's going on there? Um... Then we cut to the uncle, who we kind of got introduced to before, um, or the guy's brother, the guy who got thrown out of the window, his brother, we get introduced to a little bit more, um, and apparently he was the kid's guardian, so a person, they, they say later that they've only met three times, became their guardian, a little odd, but the kids go to the, him, and then they go to this scary as fuck house. If you've seen The Haunting of Hill House, it looks like that house. And it's scary, and why would you want to live there, and a whole bunch of things. 
really bad. But then we find out that the uncle's a little down on his luck. He's living in a studio apartment by himself, doing jobs and stuff like that. Um, so that's why they're going to stay at the scary house. Um, we get introduced to the kids a little bit more too, but uh, again, we don't have flushed out characters, so I don't want to go too in depth of, oh, and then this person seems like this. Uh, the little boy doesn't seem to talk much except to a dog, which is interesting. It's a it's a way to go with a character, kind of give them a little bit of a quirk. Uh, quirk. My Hero Academia, correct me. Um, but as they pull up into the driveway of the scariest fuck house, uh, a cop pulls up and is like, what the fuck are you doing here? We thought we ran all, all of you guys out of town, referring to that family. Um, not, not actually ran them out of town, but like, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so, the cop is kind of harassing the uncle and stuff like that, and the uncle's like, hey man, what the fuck did you want me to do? Move them out here? Or out to my studio apartment where I was living? Live in the house where their parents got murdered? Like, this is the only option. Just leave me alone. I won't interfere with the city and stuff like that. And you get this kind of sense that there's some, some bad blood. Baby, now we got bad blood. Between the family and the entire town that they're living in now. Which is kind of, it's a cool way to go about things, I think. Um, but then, immediately, the kids get terrorized by things. The uncle, as he's talking to the cops, cop, is like, go play, go wander, it's fine. Um, I don't care, just don't go too far, like stay on the property kind of thing. Um, but the kids split up, the little boy and his dog go off one way, the older daughter goes off a different way, and... She gets terrorized first by this thing, like, this kind of, like, woman-shaped tree root monster thing kind of appearing. I'll put a picture of it up, but it just kind of appears and it looks scary and stuff like that. Um, and then the little boy gets terrorized by something different as he's playing in, like, a marsh outside somewhere. So, you, it's, the monsters look very similar to the ones that attacked and killed their parents. So, again, you get this kind of feeling that it's very much a family kind of thing, that something's happened. Um, but yeah, I, I found this one the most interesting, personally. Again, I like my horror books, so, like, this one and Ghost Rider were probably my two favorites of the week. Uh, slash, two weeks. Um, so, for me, that was kind of an easy pick. But again, the art in it looks fucking beautiful. It's what I wanted out of it. Um, shout out to the artist, uh, whose name escapes me currently. Uh... It looked, it, it looked great. The writing was great. Um, yeah, I, I really dug it. It gave me some, the art gave me some, uh, almost witches vibes without the splashy jock watercolor stuff all over the place. Like just, if you took all that away and you kind of had a muted color version of like a jock sketch kind of thing. Or, or uh, actually, it also kind of looked Batman Curse of the White Knighty. The Sean Murphy one. Um, so it, it, it was really dark, lots of black, and then muted colors, but like the line work and stuff was very angry. It, I'm nerding out about the art in it, but it was really good. I really dug it. Um, and I highly suggest you check it out and support them because it was fucking awesome. And that is what I read the past two weeks. So, let's run through the news really quickly. Um, again, I don't want to go too long on this because I don't want the video to end up too long and you've already probably seen a lot of this news. I just want to recap it a little bit because it's stuff that was exciting over the past 
week and a half, two weeks. Um, so, we're going to start off with Spider-Man's Spidey Sense kind of being explained. And I say kind of because it only kind of gets explained. Uh, so, in the latest issue of Spider-Verse, um, Miles is traveling... I think it is Spider-Verse number one, but I could be wrong. Um, Miles is traveling the multiverse with Spider-Zero kind of sending him places and stuff like that. Um, and he kind of explains how the Spider-Sense works. So, basically, it's its own kind of energy source. So, the it wasn't well explained in my, like, from what I understood of it. Um, but, the way they explained it is this arachna... Did I write it down? No. Uh, this arachna force thing. Arachna frequency? Hang on. It was arachna something. One eternity later. It was arachna frequency. I killed it. Um, so, basically it's like this arachna frequency is its own energy source type thing. Um, that basically, uh, it, it, it's like its own radio frequency slash energy frequency. So, that's kind of all the explanation we get is that it's the arachna frequency and that's cool uh, more explanation is great um so yeah that's kind of sort of how spider-man spidey sense works kind of sort of maybe a little bit kind of sort of kind of sort of kind of sort of, kind of, sort of. um next up on the news um so we're getting the final version of deadpool captain america captain marvel and venom coming out soon that's going to be cool. We're going to see kind of their... And Doctor Strange, actually, too. I just remembered that one. It actually looked the most interesting to me. Um, but, so we're going to get those those five, I believe I said? I don't know. There could be more. Um, but we're going to get some kind of... Here's the final tale of... Name a character. Um, leading into the last Avenger. Which I'd be cool with. I kind of want to see some of them. Uh, some of them I, I don't care too much about. But it looks cool. And I will check out some of them for sure. Um, we got a really, really cool Batsuit uh, fan design, actually, um, for Robert Pattinson in the new um, Matt Reeves Batman movie. Um, so I'll throw that up. It looks really fucking cool. Um, if the movie looks half as good as this, I would be super excited. Um, I'm all in for pretty much any Batman movie. Again, I'm, a, I'm one of the people who like Batman vs. Superman. So fuck with me. Director's Cut's way better. Or Ultimate Cut? What's it called? Fuck it. Um, next. Next up on the news. Um, Captain Marvel spinoff is happening. Uh, for the new character they introduced, Star. She kind of looks like a Power Girl ripoff a little bit to me. But I'm sure she has a different power set. I'm not reading Captain Marvel currently. So I don't really know what's happening over there. I'll... I'll do some Googling, do some checking, talk to some people at the local comic book store and see what's going on there. But that seems cool. I'm, I'm always glad to see more comics being made and more women in comics and everything like that, new characters. So I'm all for it. It looks cool. Um, next up, they're doing my boy Nightwing fucking dirty. So in the new 52, there's a big arc, Court of Owls. You may have heard of it. They may be making a game out of it. And in this arc, 
it's revealed that Dick Grayson was supposed to be a Talon, which is an owl bodyguard type guy, enforcer, whatever. Um, and he resists, and Batman takes down the Court of Owls, and kind of, and a whole lot of stuff, and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. But now they got Rick Grayson. Still real fucking pissed about that. Uh, so much so that I dropped the comic that is my favorite. I dropped Nightwing a while ago because they made Dick Grayson lose all his memories and become Rick Grayson and introduce like six random outsiders as they're a Nightwing now, they're protecting Bloodhaven. All real confusing and dumb. Um, but now, instead of returning Dick Grayson to the Nightwing mantle he deserves, they're going, nah, he's a Talon now. He's going to follow in the footsteps of his grandfather. And fuck them. I hate this. I don't want to see Dick Grayson as fucking some Talon motherfucker. Some kind of villain. I want to see Dick Grayson either be Nightwing or Batman. And those are the only two options. So, that's happening. And I am unimpressed. But, that's the news. Uh, and the last thing I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to cover it very briefly. Because some people are very excited about this, some people are very not. I fall into the latter camp, but I'm glad it's being made. Uh, and that's the Birds of Prey movie. Man, that trailer, uh, I didn't enjoy, personally. Uh, again, I don't want to dwell on the negative negativity. I like Ewan McGregor. Hello there. Um, I want to see him in the black mask. Thing. I want to see him acting a little more like Black Mask, but that's cool. Uh, Black Mask is a personal, fairly favorite villain, so uh, I'm glad to see that character getting some light shone on him. I'm glad to see Zaz getting some light on him. That's cool. I was kind of hoping he would be in the Batman uh, Reeves movie, uh, but this is what's happening, so I'm okay with it. Um, what I'm not cool with, slash what I'm not super stoked about until I, I see it, uh, is, this seems like Harley Quinn and Friends, not so much Birds of Prey. That's my two cents. I'm not going to dwell on it because, again, I don't know much about it. I've seen one trailer about this movie so far. I kind of, I've seen the leaked description of what it's supposed to be about and stuff like that, but I'm going to wait until I see the movie. I'm very pessimistic about it, but that's just how I feel from first impressions. Uh... And that's the news! Alright, so let us talk about what I'm excited for next week, what's on my poll list. Um, so we're going to go through DC first. Um, so I got Detective Comics number 1013, Flash 80, and Ruby number 1. Ruby's getting, uh, we're gonna, getting the comic treatment. Shout out to Rooster Teeth. Love all their content, love Achievement Hunter, love Always Open, uh, Play Pals, all that stuff. I know Play Pals is technically just a sub thing in Achievement Hunter, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it! Don't worry about it, sweetheart! Um, and of course, Batman's Grave number one. Uh, so this one is by Warren Ellis, Kevin Nolan, and Brian Hitch. Um, it just looked really cool. It looked like a detective story, and that's kind of what I want. I kind of want to break from all the, the superhero-y stuff and the Batman on the Justice League and Batman fighting supervillains and stuff like that. Uh, so in this issue, 
basically the, they kept it real brief with the description. Uh, so I'm just going to read it really, or what I wrote down of it really, really quickly. Um, so basically, Batman tries to tries to solve the murder of a person uh, who got their face half eaten uh, without dying, and that's it. That's basically all the description was. It was Batman tries to stop the murder of a person whose face got half eaten without dying. Um, based on that description, I think maybe the flamingo would be a a good bet for for who did it. But uh, we shall wait and see. Maybe Killer Croc could have been a lot of different people. But it's cool that they're keeping it so vague and they're keeping it really like this is going to be a mystery story. Uh, I think it's a three-issue miniseries, um, so it's not going to take up a ton of your time. So I think it's worth checking out at least issue one. Um, and yeah, that's that's it from DC Comics of what what I'm getting next week. Nice and short. Uh, and now we'll run over to Marvel really quickly because they're the only other publisher I'm getting next week. Uh, and I'm getting Doctor Doom number one and Powers of X number six. Now Doctor Doom number one looked interesting to me. I read the description. Seemed real confusing to me. But so is House of X slash Powers of X. So I'm thinking it might be pretty good. Um, basically it's Chris Cantwell uh, with Salvador La Roca. Um, it looks cool. The cover looks cool. The concept is interesting. Because it's basically... Uh, Doctor Doom has spent some time warning of the technology that's creating this mini black hole or something like that. Then a big terrorist attack happens, and Doctor Doom gets blamed. Uh, so he basically has to go on the run, and he loses his kingdom, everything like that. So it's... Basically, the idea behind it is they're going to deal with this, like, conflicting sides of him. On the one hand, he wants to, like, stick around and fight for himself. On the other hand, he has nobody to support him and is being set up to be the guilty guy. Um, so it seemed interesting, so I'll, I'll check it out. Again, I... I I like checking out number issue, if I'm interested in a concept, I like checking out the first three issues. It's generally my rule because in the first three you get character development, you get the plot set up, if not fully flushed out, slash the climax if it's a six issue miniseries, uh, and you get a good look at what the art's going to be like, how consistent it's going to be, how's the writing going to be, um, that kind of stuff. So I'll probably be in for the first three issues of this at least, and then I'll judge if I want to keep it or not. Um, but that's it for next week. It's a short week for me. Um, not too, too much there. But that's okay every once in a while. After a week like like this, I'm okay with a short week. I know that pile looked like a mess. And I promise I was careful with my comics. Um, but yeah, that's everything. That's the news. That's what's new this week. And that's what I'm excited for. Um, so yeah, that's everything for next week. Uh, I'll put the I'll put the list in the description below. That way, if you guys want to read along with me, you totally can. Um, but I'll see you next time. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell if you want to see more from me, Sean Thompson, talking about comics and stuff like that. And don't forget to leave a comment down below. Thanks so much.